Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Guess what? It is official. SLP Coffee Talk is one years old. How cray cray. So crazy. I remember around Christmas time a year ago, someone suggested I started a podcast and I cringed in my seat saying, I don't know about that. And then I thought about it over and over and I said, you know what? I want to be able to help more of you. I want to be able to inspire more of you. I want to be able to do more, reach more, help more and help you guys be the best SLPs you can be. And I know not all of you who see all of my Instagram posts or Facebook Lives or get to join me on my professional development seminars and workshops that I do. And I, I want, and not, not everyone has time to read my blog posts that I have eight, nine years of blog posts. And I want to be able to give you guys more. If you need just a little bit of inspiration on your commute to work or while you're walking the dog or while you're eating breakfast, I wanted to be able to help you where you needed me. And I'm so glad that so many of you have seen my vision, have joined me on this journey, and have had sent such amazing words that this podcast has been helping you. Uh, Just to read some of the feedback that you guys have left. Hallie, you are a breath of fresh air. I've been listening to your podcast during my commute to work and arrive fired up with ideas and renewed energy. You are a gift to our field, and I wish you continued success as you find creative ways to share your knowledge and passion. Uh, Someone else wrote, this is such a great find, loving learning some new resources and appreciate the briefness of this podcast so much. Short but to the point, 
and amazing extra resources added. Thank you for taking the time to do this. And that is what I'm all about, is giving you that burst of inspiration, quick episodes. I think my episodes range from six minutes to maybe my longest one might have been 40 minutes. And I've had so many amazing guests thus far. I've had brand new CFs in the field giving their words of wisdom. I had various professors and amazing SLP bloggers and other podcasters on the... I've had special educators. I've had... Oh my goodness, so many. I've had a coda. I've had, oh my goodness, I'm going through it. I have had authors. I've had so many amazing guests that I can pick one. I, and I would love for you guys to send me an Instagram post or DM whatever saying, letting me know which has been your favorites thus far. But because it is my podcast birthday, I'm going to sh- share with you some of my favorite tips that I have shared with you over this year, and maybe some of these might even be new. So I'm going to give three favorite activities to keep your students motivated. So if you're listening, this these can be ideas can be used virtually or in person. So not to worry. So idea number one, I love using YouTube. Students are motivated by it. It doesn't involve much prep, and it gets the job done. You can work on any goal, any goal. You can use those YouTube videos on Edpuzzle. Or you can use them right in YouTube. Um, there are so many Pixar shorts such as Dust Bunnies and the Snack Attack and Ormy the Pig and Lily and the Snowman and Mouse for Sale. There are so many amazing ones that you can work on body language, inferencing, predicting, summarizing, WH questions. The sky really is the limit. And did I mention no prep and free? Yeah, that's amazing, right? So I'm all about using YouTube these days to help me get the job done and add a little bit more variety and fun into my speech sessions. So idea number two to help keep you motivated and inspired to whether this might be your plan for this week or (laughs) maybe another week is to use your students' interests. Ask them what they're interested in. If they're into Among Us, Maybe find an Among Us game online to use. Or um, if they're into music, use song lyrics into your speech session or use karaoke. Find other ways to incorporate their interests in the speech session. If they're into dinosaurs, find nonfiction passages about dinosaurs and bring that in to work on their various comprehension or vocabulary goals. It doesn't always have to be so related to the curriculum or so us-driven or directed. Use their interests. Ask them what they're interested in, and their interests might change. I had a student, you know, he, I, I thought he was really into dinosaurs because he always was wearing a dinosaur mask. But speaking with him, he lo- he was always talking about, like, supernovas. And so, like, I needed to do some research and bring some and bring incorporate that into my speech session. I thought everyone was into Fortnite, but I, after speaking with my students, I realized, Fortnite was so last year, and it's all about Among Us, okay? If you don't know, Google that, that or ask your students what that. It's a n- new game that they're all talking about. I thought they'd be into TikTok. They're still into TikToking, but there's t- there, there's all these TikTokers that they're into, and I, I, incorpor- I had to do some research and find out you know appropriate things about them, and I incorporated that into my speech sessions. Compare and contrast two TikTokers. Why not, right? If they're into it, it can help you get the job done, right? So tip number three, idea number three, the last one 
that will help you keep your sanity, plan with ease and confidence, and keep your students motivated is incorporating competition into your speech room as much as possible if your students are into it. If they're not into it, that's okay. Um, whether it is Jeopardy. I love using JeopardyLabs.com. That's a great, There's you can make your own Jeopardy games really, really quickly or find ones in their search tab. You can find ones on main idea, context clues, adjectives, parts of speech, text structure. I mean, the sky really is the limit. Um, sometimes I will split the group into teams for every man for themselves, and I might change it up. My speech room, I set it up so that when my students walk in, it's not the same thing every single time. It's not the same work. Yes, there's going to be the same routine and expectations and rules, but they never know what to expect. They always know that it's going to be fun, it's going to be functional, and it's going to help them, and it's, they're going to be there to succeed. Especially when I play games, my students always ask, like, well, what if I get it wrong? Is the other team going to get the points? And I'm like, no, we're not here to get things wrong. We're here to learn. So you'll get it eventually, (laughs) not to worry. But the game will be set up so that someone is going to win somehow. A lot of times there are their ties and who cares. And sometimes they'll end the game early so that no one even wins. Like, you got to know your students. I have students that can't handle losing. I have a student that, like, couldn't handle even when things were just, like, random. <laughs> but um, so Jeopardy Labs is one great resource. I like play- using bamboozle.com is another great site that has like a really simple game. It, it's like different numbers and students just pick a number to get like their task. And you can again on that site, make your own or search from the plethora of games on there. My students love Kahoot, Kahoot.com. That's like their jam these days. And it's so it, they luckily my students are all Especially if you're virtual, they're all on a device. But in person, my students have their own Chromebooks anyway. So all I have to do is display the Kahoot. And it's a trivia game that they get to play on their own device. And I I let them make their own, like, nicknames up. They have a blast picking the nickname they want to be. They pick TikTokers. They pick YouTubers. They pick whatever thing they find funny in the moment. And they get to play against each other. And they can even play anonymously since no one knows which nickname they used, which is even better. But I know who is who. And it even gives you a little bit of data, which is great. And also Kahoot, again, you can make your own trivia games or search from the massive uh, variety right on the screen. And you can even, what I also love about Kahoot is you can edit games that you find on there. So if you find something, but it's like maybe a little too challenging or a little bit too easy, or maybe there might be one that like is not a relevant to your students, you can hit the edit button and edit it, which is so, so helpful. So highly recommend looking into maybe trying some competitions in your speech group. It might make things a little bit more interesting and exciting and give them that little bit of a push to try and take some challenges and risks. I know that for a lot of our students, learning can be overwhelming, learning can be difficult, and they might be sick and tired of hearing that they can't do things or that they are getting things wrong. And we can be that place in their academic day or week or however often they see you that they can be successful and it can be a breath of fresh air. So we want to make sure that we're not doing things too easy, that they're bored and wondering why they're there. We want to make sure that you're not doing things too hard where they're saying, Psh, I'm not doing this or I don't want anyone knowing that I'm getting this wrong. You want to find that sweet spot where it's just at the right level And you're giving them the right amount of support so that they can be successful, build that confidence, and keep learning and growing. Because that's our ultimate goal. Because we need to prove to them 
and it's it's hey it is what it is we don't we don't have that you know we're not giving them that letter grade that's going on a report card that can hold over their shoulder we are that extra person that's making them learn while their friends are back in class having free time or they're they're in art class or whatever you might be pulling them from and it, we you know hey i always tell them i'm the grinch i don't mean to be pulling you from this let's make the best of it right so if you can make make your lessons a little competitive and fun that's something that they might not be doing in the classroom or when they are doing that in the classroom they're always getting things wrong and losing those games we can give them that opportunity to actually win and be successful you're going to have them won over for the rest of the year or as long as you have them so I hope you found these tips helpful. I wanted to share them with you for my birthday, not my birthday, but my blog birthday, my podcast birthday episode. And I'm so glad you have, if you're first tuning in now, welcome. And I'm so happy that you decided to join me. Go check out the archives of all the old episodes. I promise you, you won't regret it. And stay tuned. I have tons more episodes for you every Monday morning. That jolt of inspiration you need, just like your morning cup of coffee. And if you are new, I do always have a joke of the week to end the episode because I always do tell my students a joke of the week. Why did the picture go to jail? Because it was framed. <laughs> but I'm ching. Thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. Make sure you share this episode on social media. Let other SLPs know about it. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please go ahead and do so because that is how others learn and find out about this podcast. And I am so grateful for each and every one of you. Until next week, stay out of trouble. Deciding how to break down higher level thinking skills for our speech students can be a challenge for SLPs in the school. We have so many other things on our plate. The last thing we need to do is try to reinvent the wheel. And that is why I have available for you my free critical thinking visual aids ready for you and free and available on my blog. All you have to do is print them out or display them on a device or smart board or whatever you are using. I have them for inferencing, understanding literal versus inferential questions, compare and contrast, context clues. The sky is the limit. I am here to make things easier for you so you can teach your students, they can grasp those tricky concepts, build that confidence, and be more willing to participate with your awesome speech and language lessons. So head on over, if you haven't already, grab them to speechtimefund.com slash visuals now and get those free visuals today to add to your SLP toolbox. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at www.speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you are there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun, and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys.